0: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host Michaela Perkins, and joining me today is Derek Montilla, Greg Esposito. Actually, it's Greg Esposito's evil twin. You guys are going to hear his voice in a second, and it's not going to sound like Espo. So I'm calling it Espo's evil twin, um, and Steve Peters, the one and only. How are you guys doing uh, this lovely this Wednesday? This is the evil twin? Not yeah. as
1: good knowing I'm sitting next to an imposter. I, I mean, so, so the other one's share... the nice
0: one? <laughs> do you want to share your voice with us? I'm doing great. How are you guys <laughs> today? Oh, my God. You no, movie. I'm that not. That's not uh, what it sounded like. I'm
2: not the evil twin. I'm just a, apparently I've overtaxed my vocal cords lately. So No, you don't say. I'm just a, talking way too uh-huh. much for the people of Phoenix. Well, what's that's what going you get on. for your
1: bragging in our faces <laughs> about how many shows you appeared on in a week. Yep, that's Who it, holds yeah. the record right now? I'd I say Derek. Guy. Really? No, this guy, yeah. Seriously? He's got me beat by one show. Yeah, He's got you beat by, right. one by one that's show? That's incredible. In yeah. That's right.
0: Derek's on every show ever. So
2: We're going to have that's a week where I just either. do every show just to
0: oh. see if I, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I can live
3: through it.
0: The poor the poor viewers and listeners. I'm so sorry. No
3: one's breaking down the door to do those Coyotes podcasts. I haven't gotten
1: the invite yet. I did not bet on them to lose, PD, and they won, so things are going good. I don't
0: think anybody needs to do the Coyotes podcast. I don't know how. I was saying this before we started the show, but Leah, Craig, and Petey have somehow managed to make a hockey team that has only won two games this entire year. Actually, interesting. Wow, I really Did enjoy watching, watching that wow. show. Did you have any doubts? <laughs>
2: wow, sounds like she had lots of doubts.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it mind. was gonna be a dumpster fire, much like the team this year on the ice. I, I was like, Why are we even doing a coyote show? <laughs> yeah we thought the same thing. If you guys haven't
0: checked out the PHNX coyote show, you have to. They do an incredible job. Even if you don't care or like the coyotes, still watch their show because it's so good. We do have fun. Yeah, you guys do have fun. Thanks, Mac. How about we get into our Valley Sports temperature check? Speaking of the Coyotes, they won. They
3: won. They won. Burr, 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 burr. Burr,
0: burr. <laughs> for only the second time this season, <laughs> the Coyotes managed to win a game. They beat the Blues. PP, what is it about the Blues and the Coyotes that they just can't seem to win?
3: You know, it it's four straight wins in St. Louis in a tough building against a team that's battling for first place in the Central there is no explanation. It's different coaches, different players, different management, and they still win in that building. Um, I don't know what it is. It's not system. It's not players. There's just something about playing in St. Louis. I tell you what, though, it was a fun game to watch. Goal tending got him through. I mean, Wedgwood made the saves he needed to make when he, when he was called upon, gave the team a chance to take a deep breath and create some offense. They haven't had that all season. It was fun. Do I think they're going on a big streak like our, our hometown sons? Man, you know, pump the brakes a little bit, but it was nice Probably to get a win.
0: Probably not.
2: Does Wedgie have
3: to keep the New Jersey gear now? Question, though. This is good because we talked about the Discord, so I'm actually glad you brought it up. The New Jersey gears, people were saying, well, what's the problem? Is he just superstitious? Reality? Mm-hmm. Supply chain issues. They can't get the gear. Uh-huh. That gear is handmade. Um. So, one, it takes a long time. True. Two, when they do finally get it, they have to break it in. But they are having... It's, it's difficult to get equipment and some of this stuff is made around the world and it, it, they're having a hard time. I actually checked it, into it a, today.
1: It's a case of, if it's not broke, don't pay a whole ton of money to fix it. Right? Just roll with
3: yeah. yeah. it. And yeah. you know what, thank goodness, they're, they're,
1: the New Jersey Devils are black and red. So it's kind
3: of like it, Close if you enough. squint a little yeah, bit or take good. your glasses yeah. off like Craig does, then it doesn't really
1: matter.
0: If, if it, is expensive, it isn't it? Yo,
1: yes. Everything in hockey is expensive.
2: I'm ge- I'm guessing a, a NHL franchise can afford it. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that's well, true. Do they well, have
0: to pay? They don't pay for their own gear, do they? No, they they,
2: yeah. they.
3: they don't. You know what they do though for their masks because they get them. Oh custom right, they painted. get them custom made. Yeah, so you got to get the custom paint job, and the team does not provide. That. So you no. can't just roll
2: so down usually... to Sports Authority or dick Sporting Goods huh? and just. Nah. I mean, I mean the know.
1: swap meets closed, or else I'd say go down there and <laughs> oh, have yeah. one of those airbrush artists hit it up. Sick. Yeah. We should do that. I,
3: I've got a. I've got a blank. Goalie mask at yeah, home. Yeah. We should get a PNX stop. There we Let's go. do that. That would be pretty can sweet. We, can we do that?
1: Can we get Phoenix on the side
3: of it? PHNX. <laughs> can we get that? That would be pretty cool. I think we should got that. I approve
2: the expense. Don't kill Saul,
0: but it's
3: approved. Then we'll put it right. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'll bring it in. <laughs> right. um,
0: well, the Coyotes they did manage to beat the Blues. I don't know how. Everyone is injured, right? PD, the whole roster is just decimated at this point. And
3: the big news they had one more win than the Diamondbacks this week.
1: That's, That's awful. true. That seems like a completely unnecessary <laughs> side be, swipe.
2: To be fair, yeah. they had one more win than the Cardinals this <laughs> week, too. Yeah.
0: Oh, jeez. Um, they will play the Blue too Jackets soon. tomorrow. Do you have them winning that game?
3: <laughs> no. Nope? Okay. I, I, I don't know. It's a tough day. Tough travel <laughs> coming from east to west. Their first game back. It's going to be a tall task to beat yeah. Columbus but if they get that kind of goaltending i think they'll be in the game so so we'll see
0: which is really crazy because at the beginning of the season we were terrified about the goaltending carter hutton was not looking too hot we only really had Vimelka in net which was not great case scenario you don't want to only be having one goalie in the national hockey league but now we have two somehow they uh, they yeah, picked even up wedgie and
3: He's a 25-year-old guy that's never played in North America before. They, yeah. they put a lot on his plate early, and you know they. I think the chance for MVP may be a little too premature. He struggled at, at, when he was finally given the mantle, and I think this is a better spot for him to be uh, backing up Wedgwood. Wedgwood's a veteran guy. He understands what's going on here in the organization. He gets he gets the rebuilding. He's mature enough, and you know what? He's getting a chance to play because he wasn't playing in
2: New Jersey, So so it's a good fit for everybody so I, i'm actually really excited for him is it though is there a chance when hutton comes back that they go back to the uh, the you know the the plan that originally was there i don't don't look for Carter Hutton to rush back. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering because No, because that
3: will be an issue because you'll have three goalies that are you can't keep all three of them. And you, there's no point in sending him to the minors c- because you need Ivan Prosvitov to develop down there and be the guy. There isn't room for three. Somebody's going to be the odd man out and and to me right now Scott Wedgwood has to be the guy you play. And and believe me this team is not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to threaten (laughs) for the playoffs. They're still going to lose games, whether Scott Wedgwood's in the net, Carter Hutton or Karel Vamalka, they're still going to lose. Mm -hmm. So the plan is fine, but let's give the team a chance to win a game now and then. And I think Wedgwood's, Done the best of that. So I mean,
1: and incredible. more importantly, uh, it's Wedgie and Veggie. So that's <laughs> like a television show waiting to happen. But, yeah, exactly, oh, goalie yeah.
0: tandem <laughs> nickname duo. That in is the whole brilliant.
1: Week. It's like a roommate show. One yeah. of them's
3: foreign. Yeah. One of
2: them's North uh-huh. American. Yeah, perfect strangers. Totally perfect strangers. It is
3: situation.
0: Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. If you're listening to this, hit us up. We'll, you uh, we'll get, help get you a commercial series
2: going. <laughs> Wedgie's <laughs> a nerd that gets picked on all uh, the time. Veggie's a health freak. I think we got. I love it. I think we really got some.
0: Brett in the comments giving a shout out to PD. PD's in a little bit of a feisty mood today. So prepare for a lot more of those zings. everybody's out of control this uh <laughs> if you're in the comments say what's up let us know you're there we'll give you a shout out on the show we love it when you guys uh interact with us um well going from one team that can't seem to win every now and then <laughs> to a team that can't stop winning phoenix suns are on a nine game win streak the longest active win streak in the nba right now what is going on with the suns espo what's working for them
2: i believe it's called muy caliente. <laughs> uh- <laughs> They're not even playing that well. That's the no. impressive thing. Yeah. They have not put together a, a full game. They've had issues. Uh, CP3's playing well, which is always helpful. He's always he's helpful. back to picking and choosing when he turns on his offensive game to kind of give them room and, and kind of spread a lead. Devin Booker's still not shooting as effectively as anybody'd hoped. DeAndre and finally back, had a double-double after missing uh, i believe it was 6 of 7 games so look they've won nine in a row and they haven't come close to reaching their potential so i'm not saying they're going to win 18 in a row but this is this is their longest win streak since 2010 uh, they've they've really just found a way to win even when it's ugly like the other night in minnesota and to me that's a sign of an an actually good team there were some people yeah. that are like and were the Suns pretenders what was There last were so year, many doubters you know, at the
0: beginning of the season oh, when they were having that rough patch. There
2: still are even even after this win streak, but to me this is a sign of no they're a team that understands how to win and that they'll do it even when they're not playing their best basketball, which is which is key. They're still playing down to their opponents a little bit, but Look, I think the streak ends tonight against Ma- the Mavs.
0: I was going to ask. Uh, they, they are lose... playing the Mavs tonight. Frank Kaminsky is out. What are you expecting that's from that the, matchup? Oh,
1: that's his big problem right there. Yeah. The Cove I is... suppose uh, I'm leave Kaminsky now. The Cove is, is over? <laughs> um...
0: so, so what does that do
3: with DeAndre Ayton back in the lineup for the big men down the middle? Does, is is if, if, if Kaminsky were healthy and
2: we're still in the lineup, <laughs> is the it, minu- minutes are gone? It may, No. no. Uh, I don't think Frank's minutes would be gone necessarily. He just... Monty would have to ro- ride the hot hand, backing up Da. So you'd have to figure out, okay, if Javale's really got it going, uh, you know, how do you play him? Javale and Monty said this tends to play better in five-minute stretches. So there is opportunity to have Frank play a- as well. But to be honest, Frank has disappeared to the bench on multiple occasions over his time in Phoenix, and he's just a guy that's always ready if and when you need him. I mean, beginning of the season, he wasn't playing much. D.A. gets hurt. He comes in, obviously has a great stretch there. So I think Monty will find minutes, but also I'm prepared as much as it hurts me to, that Frank may not play uh, significantly uh, You know, after he comes back from injury as well. So, so the thirty point night is not looming in the near future. I again. sure hope not. <laughs> Open myself. Yeah. a Not uh not yet. But uh Mac to answer your question. I think I really feel they lose tonight against mm-hmm. the Mavs, uh coming off a a road trip back home for the first game, late game on ESPN, you're playing playing the Mavs, even though Luca won't be playing because he's ducking da you know it's uh uh, i still have a an off feeling but i think they win again late late night game on espn against dallas on friday because who in the hell it does the scheduling for the nba i don't know but (laughs) you get an 8 p.m wednesday game against the mavs on espn and an 8 p.m friday game against the mavs on
1: espn both in phoenix so i think they win the second one they lose the first one okay Da has been playing great, by the way, in his return, and I think that uh, the schedule helped with that win streak a little bit. Right? Oh,
2: definitely. But you you got to win whoever you're fa- against whoever you're facing. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. you can't do much about the schedule.
0: So. Yeah. That is true. Um, all right, moving on to the Cardinals. I know Derek, you are our Diamondbacks guy, but we're going to talk a little bit cards. Here, yes. they lost their matchup against the Panthers. This is their sixth straight game against the Panthers that they've lost. It's awful. I don't understand. It seems like the complete opposite from the Coyotes and the Blues situation. Yeah. The uh, the Cardinals yes. and the Panthers constantly it's, lose against the it's Panthers. It's the same thing.
1: It doesn't even make sense. It transcends over years. <laughs> I feel like the last time they beat the Panthers was in the playoffs when they went to the Super Bowl. You know, So wild. It, it is wild. Uh, Cam came back, and, I mean, again, I think you can't underestimate yeah. What his impact was in that Huge. game, even though it was small, mm-hmm. it's, you know, like, like I said, on the Cardinals show this week, a lot of these guys grew up idolizing someone like Cam Newton. Right. So to be yeah. now able to play with him on the Panthers, it probably got that team really fired up for him to get in there on a game where he really had no business even being active considering how. Recently he was picked yeah. up by Carolina. When in the
0: Cardinals defense defense, the you know, Kyler was out, then Colt got hurt, so they have their third string quarterback in there. It was just not a good game for the Cardinals. I mean, it just looked
1: right. Rough. It was it's it's like a lot of things. You get down behind, you get behind early like they did due to the turnovers and just Colt McCoy not being able to be really effective against their defense. And, you know, they they had a hard time just getting everything back on track. I'm just more concerned about their defense, to be honest, and what Carolina was able to do to them. You could take away those two, uh, you know, scores, the two touchdowns due to the turnovers. And it still was, was a beatdown by Carolina. Yeah. So I, I'm, I think that they have a lot of things to address, not just their quarterback situation. Hopefully, we'll see Kyler Murray back. He practiced today. Yep. still no word on whether or not he's going to be available on Sunday. But yeah, I was uh, going
0: to say, yeah. um, according to Darren Urban, he was at practice, and all three quarterbacks did practice today: Kyler, Colt, and Chris. And um, Kyler, it, he's C- Cliff Kingsbury said Kyler was moving around better than he was, but he is obviously still questionable for Sunday. Sure. But he was participating, and
1: Kyler practice. said that he is ahead of schedule and he's feeling better earlier than I, than he thought he would, but. I I think that this the loss the way it went was so bad that they have to probably expedite him getting back on the field, maybe a week earlier than they wanted to. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice. They just can't, you know, they can't risk now losing two in a row going into the bye week and just really kind of, you know, wondering where they stand when they come out of that bye week. And it's a division game. It's a division game.
2: In conference, obviously, that's all going to
1: impact playoff seating
2: and how you do. And that's the way. The Cardinals have to think at this point sure. is, you know, can they get that by? Can they win this division? So I think you have to rush them back. And who would have guessed if you're missing your starting quarterback, your best receiver, uh, you're starting running back and uh, a bunch of offensive linemen that you might play a bad game.
1: Oh, oh now we want to acknowledge <laughs> injuries. We didn't want to talk about it when the D-backs were missing but half of their the, roster. The, D-back, oh, yeah, the D-backs we were, were built injuries. to fail, so even with that, <laughs> they still would have been a
2: bad baseball team. Really it's not did. historically I still bad. still can't
1: get over their preseason depth chart that had literally the same guy backing up three different people. It's like, well, what if all three of them are out? Is he going to play all three positions? But yes. Well, speaking old. of the Diamondbacks,
0: just check in with them really quickly. It is the off season, but they are making some great Moves in my opinion, oh, they just are fantastic. bolstering their coast their coaching roster. Yes. Derek, what are your thoughts on their latest acquisitions for coaches?
1: I think it backs up what Mike Hazen said that they are not going to necessarily go to free agency for positional needs because yep. they have big positional needs. I mean, they're defensive runs last in defensive run saves at saved at center field and at second base. So, Cattell Marte needs to go back to second base. They'll have to fill Cole Calhoun's position, third base and center field. Uh, and I don't know if they have enough young players in the minor leagues ready to do that. So I wouldn't be surprised for them to pick up a, a free agent or two, just not make any drastic moves or any huge big money moves. The coaching hires, though, back back up what Hazen said as far as going to their farm system for you know these positional needs. They really did bring in an all-star team of coaches. When you look at Joe Mather, Bannister, and now Brent Strom from the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. I spent four weeks talking about how much I admired watching Brent Strom in interviews and stuff through the playoffs and literally saying how much I would like a guy like that. So it's like my dream come true that they went after somebody that's, you know, just I, I was like, we need somebody like that with that experience. He has over 50 years of experience in Major League Baseball. You know, you can't you, you can't discredit how how important that is. But he's also not kind of like an old fogey when it comes to right, like yeah. analytics and using newer technology in yeah. order to better the team. He's
0: like the head coach he, of the wine song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said that. yeah well, well, I've me. been saying
1: that for a long time, <laughs> totally. but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I really think that at times I believe baseball is a game that you don't have to go out there yeah. and pay guys a ton of money. I really feel like if you can develop guys, make them better with good coaching, that that's the key to teams like the Tampa Bay Rays Tampa and other organizations. The the thing about Strom though that excites me is the Astros had almost the identical record that the D backs had this year, the year before Strom joined the team. And I'm not saying it was exclusively him, but within two seasons, the team was uh, you know, over five hundred and were competing for playoff positions, and they ended up becoming one of the most successful teams as far as reaching the ALCS over a five-year period and making the World Series. Are you surprised that they
2: invested so much in a coaching staff with Torrey Lavello at, on a one-year? Like, Does
1: that shock you? It shocks me because of these all being personal Torrey Lavello hires. But I think that they really believe in Torrey, and I don't think that they feel like this season was his fault. I do think that when you looked at his, his staff around him, they didn't have that much experience. Matt Herges hadn't been a pitching coach for very long. It's primarily with the D-backs. Over the last two years, his bench, bench coach uh, was, you know, basically had pales in comparison to the experience that Jeff Bannister is coming in with. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do say that they do have a coaching staff in place now that if they would were to let Tori Lavolo go midseason, they could not <laughs> miss a beat and have an interim <laughs> guy with as much experience, if not more yeah. so, than Tory. I mean, Bannister won the AL Manager of the Year as the Texas Rangers Manager in 2015. The guy is just an outstanding human being when we had him on the podcast and he's somebody I get really excited about his, his approach and his philosophies to baseball. I just, I do think that uh, it's a surprise move, but I think that they're committed more to the development of the young players rather than, giving Tori the ultimate staff. I really do think at this point Tori could be replaced and probably they'd retain the rest of the staff. Yeah, I, I
2: hope that wasn't the thinking, hey, let's get these big names so yeah. if we have to let Tori go, it's we've not got options. <laughs> well,
0: I'm, I'm excited it. about I think the coaching staff is really like what Derek was saying. They have so much experience and they're the perfect staff to develop the, all of the young talent the Diamondbacks have because they have a ton of it. Um, Mac Huff in the comments saying Tucson legend. That's Roy right. Strong. is he yep. from Tucson? He is from Tucson. He still that.
1: resides there. He was actually the pitching coach for the Tucson Toros back in the seventies. Well, there you I think go. That was his uh, first gig. Welcome you back, optimistic to Arizona. Is there I'm very place? optimistic. Just I, I don't know. Baseball is one of those games that I see. I, I've seen teams throw a lot of money around at big names, and it doesn't necessarily work out when you're adding to a core that you develop and you bring in those guys either through trades midseason or you know a free agency acquisition here or there to just put you over the top that's different but the diamondbacks right now are so far off that right now they need to focus on developing who their core is who's going to be a part of it uh they just they have some great young talent right now right at that at that level i mean you've seen some of these guys in fall league uh buddy kennedy and and dom canzone have been just tearing the cover off the ball over the last week in in fall league so and and kennedy for instance wasn't having a great you know, fall up until that point. It's it, these guys can turn it around, and the coaching and, you know, developing them is such a big part of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's no more important time for the Diamondbacks organization than now to have good coaches because yes. they are at the precipice of all of their young talent coming up through their system. So, all right, that was seasons. your Valley Sports temperature check. Before we get into our topic of the day, I've got to tell you guys about drafting sportsbook. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. I feel like scoring happens in football Sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, the offense struggles a little bit. But to me, this seems like a pretty solid bet. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's one of my favorite parts of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $1 on either team to score and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Oh,
1: that was a mouthful. That is a lot.
0: All right. How about we get into our topic of the day? Yay. It's Arizona Sports Thanksgiving. Woo! <laughs> Um, I know it might seem a little early. We're a, a week, more than a little bit of a week away from Thanksgiving, but I already have our topic planned out for next week, and it has all to do with rivalries. Obviously, as a Territorial Cup is on Saturday, so I figured we might as well talk about Thanksgiving now because tis the season and Thanksgiving's my holiday, my favorite holiday, and this is my show. So, you know what? We're going to talk about Thanksgiving.
1: We do everything (laughs) early now. You got to start decorating Uh for Halloween in Uh, September.
0: There's a war on Thanksgiving right now because there's so much
2: Christmas stuff out there. It makes
0: me so mad. Give me an
2: inflatable turkey, damn it. it. I don't need Christmas right now. There's a whole
0: holiday in between a halloween and christmas nope. everyone forgets about it and they, it makes me so angry don't i care. don't want to hear christmas music i don't want to see your stupid christmas decorations i don't want to even like think about christmas until after thanksgiving
1: i called the police on 99.9 KZ already for playing christmas Thank music you. this early Thank i'm you. serious you're doing we us all this. a service you no know, you know, come on come on we need in the police no oh, no, oh no, I I call call the actual police the actual oh okay police, right but neither I, just, wanted to hear I
3: literally it from feel like it. I'm just watching a show right here. Like I'm <laughs> on like, like a live studio audience. Steve, I, Steve do you I, have oh your Christmas God. decorations? No, up? I, but we've talked about it on our show that well, somebody might have heard. We my wife and I, we won the neighborhood Halloween decorating contest. Like Aww. that's real. The yeah. HOA head is a thing and we won it. That's how you know when you're old. Yeah. I like <laughs> that. it. Is so old. and they're all oh, crafty. That's real. The homemade. They weren't store bought. They're all no. homemade crafty and we're cool. gearing up for Christmas, but it will not go up before Thanksgiving, Mac, because I agree with you one hundred percent. Oh, thank we you. We are not gonna prematurely decorate and we're gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> until Friday or maybe Saturday that, for Christmas Day. That's, Isn't that's that
2: why what we, we have Friday off from
1: work? It is. In, in that's what we unleash Mariah Carey. The Friday after Thanksgiving. Until then, keep her trapped in her box What does whatever. that
0: say? Mariah Carey needs to be restrained. Restrain until oh my November god, 26. Mac, it's Mac, Mac person. Person. Yes. It's, 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 it's yeah, the Mac funniest too. Mac on the show
2: right now. <laughs>
0: oh, oh said i was the
2: evil twin uh, um but thank you i'm glad we're all
0: on the same page about that because people who are listening to christmas music and decorating for christmas right now really just make me upset thanksgiving is my favorite holiday there's literally no better combination on the planet than food family and football i'm sorry but it is an elite holiday like i will stuff my face with food on the couch hanging out with my family watching football 10 times out of 10 It's family. family. But but there there (laughs) was a study
1: that said apparently people who decorate for Christmas earlier are happier. What's or that they're that about? just psychotic. I
0: call that some crap. All right. <laughs> I agree. I think they're just trying to rush their lives away and yeah. speed it up so they're actually miserable, but they're just hiding I can't it wait Christmas cheer. I
3: can't wait. And to, to Max's point, it is about football. And, and one thing, yeah. I, we'll go back into my little tiny world of hockey for a minute. <laughs> there used to be a lot of hockey games on Think. I worked a lot of Thanksgivings and it stunk. Like mm-hmm. you'd, you'd get up, you'd have to have Thanksgiving breakfast because you either had a fly. I've had Thanksgiving dinners in hotels and it stinks. Oh, man. But... There are no NHL hockey games on Thanksgiving
1: this year. That's fantastic. Are you
0: happy about that? You get to hang out with thrilled. your family. Yeah. It's football
1: day. It's football. It, that's, that's what it, it is. Man. It is kind of funny how we develop some of these holidays that everybody should be taking off and spending with their family into like, no, 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 not yeah. you guys, not you guys. We yeah. want to watch you
2: guys while hey. we're hanging out. With exactly. them. Speaking of which, we're gonna have live shows on Christmas <laughs> yeah. here. How on many page? shows? Yeah. Yay! There's
3: there's games all over. Like the Christmas thing's gotten out of hand. Yeah. Right? Like I get the basketball thing, but now sure. football's playing on Christmas yeah. too. Yep. I oh. will
0: say I absolutely dread dread watching the cowboys on thanksgiving i don't know why they're america's team something needs to be changed about that because it really just upsets me. Do they I'm still pull out
1: Mount Madden's mutant turkey with all those things? Yeah. No, they, they aren't know. those the memories no, you have as a kid though?
3: Like, don't we need John Madden on Thanksgiving? Like yeah, that's part I mean, of and we're talking about watching what we're the Lions lose. for and all these things. Like it's the voices and the people that bring us our sports. It's Howard Cosell on Monday night. It, mm-hmm. those are the people that like they bring us our sports and they come into our homes and they're our best friends. Yeah, Joe Buck literally works every yeah. sport everywhere. I don't know how he does it but he's like part of our family now mm-hmm. cuz he delivers our sports to us and we talk about we're thankful though so thankful that those people deliver those sports to us yeah. and in our own little world we're trying to do that yeah. here
0: so, so true well speaking of pd why don't you tell us what you're thankful for about sports or Arizona sports this season <sighs> well the,
3: it won't be Arizona sports sorry <laughs> sorry coyotes <laughs> not your year, year. It's, it, there's a couple things that come to mind when we talk about thankful in sports and it's all in the most recent history. And you go back to when the day sports stopped hmm. for all of us. And all of a sudden you went from real life, everything's normal, to now you stay in your house. And what we all wanted to do, I think, when we had that time, is put on a baseball game. Put on a basketball game. Let's watch some football. And it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that void, we still had our Netflix, we still had our weekly sitcom. But we didn't have sports. And to me, that void, we talk about music being the soundtrack of our lives. I think for me personally, it's sports. There's always a game on. I don't, I literally don't care what live sport is on. I like the sound in the background of yeah. the crowd, the energy, the squeak of the shoes on the floor. And when that went away during the pandemic, I think that was the saddest point of the pandemic for me. I, I didn't mind sitting at home eating pizza and hanging out watching TV. It was great, but there was no sports. Sure. And so when that came back, you realized how important sports were to all of us. And the first sport that came back, I think, and Derek might know
1: this, was tie, was a Taiwan baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Korean, yeah. Korean, Korean, Korean baseball. baseball. Yeah. So yep. I, was, I literally was watching that and excited. I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to watch it. And then mm-hmm. I realized I can DVR it. And
0: I, It's actually so crazy. I remember the, uh, the first moment I felt... A little, this is kind of depressing, geez. Uh, the first time that I kind of felt like a little glimmer of hope was. I heard all over Twitter that, you know, there was this Korean baseball game happening and all my Twitter friends were talking about it. It's like, okay, I have to watch this. And I watched a Korean baseball game and I literally cried because I was so happy that there was a sporting event happening. And also, I'm a big baseball person. So, of course, I was extra happy that it was baseball. But I didn't even care that I, I couldn't understand what the broadcasters were saying. I knew none of the players on the field or in the dugout, but I was just ecstatic that there was a live sporting event and i literally cried watching that game it was a korean baseball game the
1: minute i saw kbo i was the the first thing i did was i was like all right which one which one of these teams are my teams now yes i I I did the same i was like (laughs) nc dinos and somehow i rode the team that ended up winning the championship all the way to the end but and that made it even more exciting like that made me want to be a fan of it for life and just surpass just watching it while i was waiting for my other sports to come back i was I was in it, you know, Yep. their trophy I, was a sword. You guys, a sword, <laughs> an actual sword. It was I, great.
2: I tried to buy a Jersey. That's how much <laughs> I was like, I need this in my life. Yep. Right. Mac, Mac, I tend to be the loud, the boisterous, the the joking one, not that anybody's surprised at this admission. But, uh, for me, what I'm thankful about in sports is we live in a, a world that can be very divided by mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Right. Yep. Uh, like just general life right now can be very much uh two factions pitted against each other people you know not having being able to have civil discourse and sports is that thing that kind of transcends that and still seems to now where it's a common language it's a bond it doesn't matter your race your religion the language you speak even uh sometimes you know, you put on, you know, Cardinal's red or, or Coyote's 16 colors that they have <laughs> or, uh, you know, purple and orange or, or D-back's uh, Sedona red.
0: Or purple and, or teal sometimes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, that's the better <laughs> color scheme. But uh, and all of a sudden it's an instant connection to another human being. Yeah. It doesn't matter any of the other stuff. It's we're part of this fraternity, sorority, whatever you want to, however you want to refer to it. And we have a common bond and we can put all the other noise and all the other crap aside for two, three hours and literally and figuratively become one voice. And that really hit me when I went to uh, a playoff game against the Lakers when it was right after they had basically reopened the arena to fans downtown and you know, you get this chant and, and it's one voice as a group and, and it's loud and it's, this is my city, this is my team. I don't care about the other stuff. And to me, you know, I'm grateful for that because a lot of us grown up didn't feel like we fit in, didn't, you know, those kind of things. But sports was always a space where you could feel like that, where you could, you could really connect with people you know and it's even on a personal it's how i connected with my dad as a kid too and i think a lot of people experience that you know that that was one of the bonding things in those memories so to me that's what i'm thankful for is that we have this thing that can be so much bigger than than other aspects of what's going on and be used as a tool to help you know push things forward in society as well so that common bond is uh what i'm thankful for
1: have you ever been in las vegas wearing a phoenix suns jersey and came across another person wearing a phoenix suns jersey not just las you're, vegas or anywhere. anywhere. Like yeah, anywhere yeah. outside of the city it's incredible it's an incredible feeling i i think i've far too often compared the division like you're talking about in politics in uh you know religion all these other things to sports i've said that it's kind of at times I feel like people's biggest problems with these things is that's their team now and their team, they root for that team no matter what they back that team. Kind of like people sometimes do with sports where mm-hmm. they often like excuse the mistakes their team makes. And they, 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 if it's a player on their team, they're not very critical versus if it was a team player on another team. Right. But I don't think that's a fair comparison. Cause like you're saying sports, uh, even when it's been people that are on opposite teams, has always brought me and my friends together. When I think when my, my team is playing my friend's team, it brings us together even more. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're gonna say very terrible things to each other during the course of that game. <laughs> but at the end of the night, we're gonna be arm in arm and drinking beers. Yeah, because and, we enjoyed
2: the end result. Exactly. Like that's that's the thing too about it. So um, yeah. I, I know that's a little cheesy, but, no, but it's you're it, right. it's very much that. Yeah. You
3: talk about the you talk about your dad and it's the bond and, and if you don't cry watching Field the Dreams when Kevin Costner says, Dad, can we have a catch? Like yeah. if you yeah. don't cry, you're not human. <laughs> you're you're monster, right? yeah. You are heartless. You are. And it's just it's not your family, it's it's your friends. It's I, I call my dad who and the first thing I say, Do you see the game? Yeah. Yes. And that, yeah. that's what brings us mm. we go we can go to a sports bar tonight and sit with fifty people we don't know and don't care about and we're all rooting for the same thing. Uh-huh. Nothing in this world does that, like sports. No. It is... I, 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 Like, I don't want to overstate it, but you look at when you get your friends together, Super Bowl party, you're watching the game. You, it brings people together. It brought us this group of misfits that come to PHNX. <laughs> yeah. It's all brought together because of our love of sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I, I think it does... Immediately break down walls. And and yes, there are people that take it too far, and you don't want the fights in the stands and those. No, the friendly rivalries. Four. Sure. Like uh, my, my wife and I, I, she's a Royals fan. I'm a Twins fan. Yeah. American League Central. We, we can't wait for baseball. We Petey, love rooting against each other as teams. It's so fun. <laughs>
0: you're a Diamondbacks fan. I know. We right.
3: always talked about that, though. We talk about that <laughs> openly. When you're born and raised there, every other game, I'm a Diamondback fan. <laughs> yeah. I do have a Diamondback hat. I swear I have got the I T-shirts. I believe you. I swear I do. You sound like you do, but I grew up, I swear I do. But I got the twins stuff too. I, it's hard to shake that.
2: Let's not act like Petey's a front runner. He just admitted he's a <laughs> no. twins fan. A twins fan. That's yeah. similar twins, to that's the pain that a lot yeah. of people here fa- feel too. So. But thanks for having me. Yeah,
3: talking about this, Mac, it's kind of choking me up. I a
0: know. Bit. I was I was just about to say I wasn't expecting to get so emotional on this podcast. Your guys <laughs> you didn't AM think there's... that was
2: coming from me.
3: I know. Yeah. You are yeah.
0: all so intelligent and well spoken. Jeez, Damn. what happened? The evil twin. Um yes. PD, I did want to make, did you wrap up your, I wanted to make sure you got to finish your, uh, Your what you're grateful for. No, I, I okay. think I
2: did. Perfect. I thought you did. I, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry yeah. that I interrupted you for a long so time. So long <laughs> yeah. go, so.
0: Derek, what are you the most grateful for about sports?
1: You know, it's interesting because it goes kind of along the same lines as what, um, what they said just about sports bringing us together, but. I am grateful for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I say that because I think now is a time where they need a little bit of a hug. They need a little bit of love. I love. And I want to say uh, personally, for at least me, uh, I the Arizona Diamondbacks have meant so much to me. Mm. I still remember to this day when my friend Charles came up to me during PE and told me that we were getting a baseball team. And I was like, what do you mean a baseball team? And he had to like, like a real baseball team, like like a real one or like the Firebirds, you know, and like, no, a real one. And then we went over the names and I remember hearing that the Tampa Bay Rays were getting Devil rays and we were going to be the diamondbacks. Of course we were like freshmen in high school. So when we found out they were going to be <laughs> nicknamed the D backs, we had a lot of funny things to say. We, we knew we were like, we were going to get blasted for this name. But anyway, <laughs> you know, all these years later, you know, it's crazy to me that this is my job. Right. And the mm. diamondbacks have always kind of been interwoven into my life. Somehow uh, my wife and I, we're big fans. So like when we were dating, we used to go to baseball games a lot. That was like our, our movies. My wife didn't really like to go to the movies, but she'd love to go sit at a baseball game for three hours with me. And, uh, you know, watching on TV and that's kind of where we bonded and developed a lot of our relationship and stuff, you know, but also realizing this person that I was kind of in love with was awesome. And she watched baseball and like (laughs) knew about it and we could sit here and have like these great conversations during it, you know? Uh, But then fast forward to when I started working for a small web website for the sports cave and the Diamondbacks, the organization themselves were so open to us. They were so open to me, to credentialing me for us being a little no name website. It was we were treated the same way like any other publication or anybody else was. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I wouldn't be sitting here now if it wouldn't have been for the way that the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, gave me that opportunity, allowed me to be part of their media and and. Also made me kind of part of the family. You know, I have received more messages from people at the PR department uh, at the Diamondbacks congratulating me on the successes of my life or checking in with me about bad things that have happened more than I probably could say I've received from my own members of my family. You know, they just are an incredibly caring group of people. And I've been doing I've been covering this team for 10 years and every single year still feels like a like a dream come true that. I get to watch baseball. I get to cover baseball and we have it here in our town. Like, you know, growing up as a baseball fan uh, here, you just grew used to like spring training was the thing we go yep. do, you know, and that's it. But then, and, and we get to see all the teams. So like, you know, my dad always tried to spin it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have one team. We have half the league, you know, that kind of thing before we ever had a baseball team. So it, it's the connection with my dad, you know, and my wife and just everything, but the diamondbacks have just, they've always meant a lot to me. And, and, it's uh it's kind of it transcended now past the winning and the losing. I've, you know, watched them win, I've watched them lose. Uh being in the clubhouse with them when they celebrated, you know, their uh their wild card victory was again for me as as a sports fan growing up, where my favorite show was SportsCenter at like eight years old, that was a dream come true. You know, yeah. so the Diamondbacks have just honestly made made my dreams come true. Covering them, being a fan of them. He's much more evolved than me. He said the wins and losses don't matter. Uh, I'm like, I
2: still live and die with that (laughs) stuff. Let me tell you,
1: when you have to watch 162 games on a bad season, you do stop. It's like a lot of things, right? You have to start looking for other things to care about. Mm -hmm. And this season, the Diamondbacks had two of their four no-hitters in – in their yeah. 23 year, you know, existence. That's yeah. something to say. Uh, one and a half. We'll say. <laughs> but, uh, you get the, but you know, you get I mean. that. The, the other thing too, is when it gets
3: to be, and I, I, I am a huge baseball fan. I love the sport. I love baseball. If I don't tell any of the hockey people, I, I love baseball. Like it's mm. sunny, it's warm. Hockey's cold and it's snowing. <laughs> like if I could come <laughs> back and do it all over and be a up. baseball guy, but, but you're right. It becomes at 162 games it's almost like a soap opera. Who's playing? Who's good? Who's on a streak? Who's in? Who's right. out? Like it, yeah. you, you care more yeah. about the people and the players and, and you, you, they become your guys, your friends, your yeah. buddies. Oh, this guy's struggling right now. It's too bad. And those storylines are what keep you coming back to the TV, not the wins and the losses. It's right. so
0: true. Right. Especially when you have a struggling team. You have to find something yeah. to invest yourself in. Well,
1: well and, and I'll say this: like you can look at what the Dodgers and the Giants did in the division, right? And how many games they won and how great they were. Neither one of them are are the World Series champions at right. this point, right? So that's that's another great thing about baseball is I know this is the case in a lot of sports, but you can throw all, all the money you want at it. It's not going to fix the problem. It's yeah. how you spend the money. And uh, importantly enough right now for the D-backs, it's who you have in charge of, of the players and you know developing them. I will say that too, watching playoff baseball, and I know we're
3: digressing, sorry, Mac. <laughs> but you watch playoff <laughs> baseball, okay. and I, I watch as much baseball on TV as I challenge anybody every day. And there are, hey, yeah, might I fall asleep for an inning? Yeah, I might. Or it might <laughs> I might mow the lawn and miss a little bit. Absolutely. But I tell but you what, playoff well baseball every pitch matters and you're on the edge of your seat for every pitch for 9 innings yeah. it's insane yeah. like that's what's so great about that sport is it people literally on the edge of your seat for that, that game takes forever, by the way, Derek. You need a clock. But uh, yeah, I'll no work kidding. On that. You
1: and me both are on the same page. But about
3: my that. gosh, they, I was so fun watching the World Series again this year. I, I, I miss baseball right now. I'm, I'm thankful for digressions
2: that we're allowed to go on. Yeah.
3: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Only because well, we don't get paid
2: it. by the hour, Espo. <laughs> Clearly, so
3: I think, you yeah. don't.
2: No, no.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> all of your answers were awesome i think mine is obviously going to be along the same lines of what i'm most grateful for i mean sports is my life obviously i work in sports i went to school for sports i played sports i mean sports is pretty much all i've ever known um i think more than anything the connection that it provides to other people i think is so beautiful and rare and something that you can't get in any other avenue um Try not to get to cry. Um, a lot of people always ask me, like, where do my love of sports come from? Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman in sports, so I get that question a lot. Obviously, you know, I didn't play hockey, I didn't play baseball, I didn't play football. So where do you like sports? Um, or why do you like sports? And my love of sports, obviously, uh, not obviously, but my love of sports comes from my grandmother. I lived with my grandmother for 18 years, and she is the biggest Denver Broncos fan you will ever meet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> She had her own little section of the house and I would hear this woman screaming at the television. I always knew it was Sunday because she'd be screaming at the television for the Broncos to run faster or whatever it was. And I could hear her all the way across the house. Um, And eventually I started watching games with her and just watching how much my grandmother loved the game of football made me think like I can love something this much too. And so my grandma still texts me to this day. She lives in Florida now um, in a retirement, a, a little retirement park with all of her friends, and she still texts me to this day. I have to text her the score updates of the Broncos game every single Friday because the Broncos, they don't get to watch the Broncos in Florida, um, unfortunately. So uh, the bond that I have with my grandmother on sports just means so much to me. My grandma's my favorite person in my life. I will love that woman forever and always and so the fact that you know she'll still text me on Sunday well how are the Broncos doing tell me the score uh, she'll also tell me if she puts her Broncos flag out or if she puts <laughs> it in depending on how they're performing you don't just be like grandma. the
1: Broncos are the greatest yeah. team in the NFL it
0: was so funny because she was scared to put her flag out after the Broncos beat the Cowboys because she's like I don't want to curse them I'm like grandma it's okay Like, <laughs> you put that Broncos flag out
1: don't so.
2: worry Teddy Bridgewater will do uh, it for you yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the connection that the the sports provided me to not only my grandmother, but now my mom and, you know, my dad and I will watch football every time I go home <laughs> Friday through uh, Friday through Sunday, and you know my mom is so invested in in what we're doing here, just because she loves me and supports me. I think you all she's have heard her, she is. seen your her in is your Twitter best. DMs. Uh, she's bought two memberships; she's a double member to PHNX. <laughs>
2: she <laughs> knows she can buy the shirt without
0: buying uh, uh, the membership, yeah, yeah. right? She knows, she knows. <laughs> so um,
1: she's keep buying memberships <laughs> for every shirt she wants. That's the great.
0: connection that my the sports has provided me to my family, um, you know, in my life now, obviously, you know, getting to work with you guys has been a dream come true. But the community that sports provides in general is just incredible. I was fortunate, obviously, to work in Denver for DNVR, who's our sister company. And, you know, the community that they built there is incredible. I mean, they have people who support their brand day in, day out, will come to anything and everything that has a DNVR name on it. And now that we have a chance to build something like that here is something that makes me so excited because Arizona sports fans are insane but amazing because even though their teams are usually really bad they still care so 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 much and I love the Arizona sports community beyond measure I mean they are incredible humans who just are so passionate about their teams and more than anything in this world I want to instill you know the community that DNVR has in Denver here in Phoenix because Arizona sports fans deserve that they deserve a community that cares about their sport just as much as they do that they can turn to that they'll always know like there's going to be someone else who cares just as much as they care, um, you know, within our our family, within our PHNX family. So I'm so fortunate that I get to work for a company that allows me to express my sports love and also fosters a community of people who love sports just as much as I do, if not more. So obviously that is an incredible part of what we get to do. And I'm so thankful for that because like Espo was saying, there's nothing in this world that provides a connection for people like right. sports does. I mean, the Olympics. There are people that compete in the Olympics that you know are from all different countries, all different backgrounds, all different languages that don't even speak the same language and still come together to cool. to play sports. That's
2: a great point. The history of the Olympics too. I was a classics minor, so sorry the their nerdiness here, but you know they used to stop war, to, yeah, because of sports to go to the Olympics back and. Uh, in, in Greece and and Roman times where, so they would literally, they'd stop war and everybody would come from, from across the globe to, to compete in the Olympics. So it's always
1: had a powerful pull, uh, for people. So, yeah. And one thing you said that hit home with me was I do remember being a kid and watching how much my parents, my dad and his friends and my uncles enjoyed sports and like, I I remember like wanting to like, I want to be a part of this. I want to, I want to have that much fun. Like they seem like they're having a blast. They're screaming, they're throwing chips around. It's great, you know? And so like, I just remember that being not some, like at a young age, not getting it. And then once I made that connection to sports, it was, it was my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. It's the coolest thing in the world, getting to share uh, commonalities with people that you would have never had something in common with before and sports provides that so
1: Shout out to Denver too, by the way, my mom was born in Denver So when I was a kid <laughs> before we had the Cardinals, we were Denver Broncos fans
0: Hey, love and, to hear uh, it.
1: I was an avalanche fan <laughs> when I was when the avalanche came around and I also uh, Now work for a company that is somehow attached to a company based out of Denver <laughs> Crazy so how
0: that happens. It really
1: it's really insane. How there's uh, there's that connection.
0: Yep. Love it. got to love it. I love sports. Uh, it's everything to me, obviously, like I was saying. And it's all apparent that it's important to all of us, too. So that is what we are all grateful for. And um, if you want to be a part of something like I was just saying, our PHNX family, you guys have to you guys have to join us. We really care about what we're doing and we care about our community and we want to build an awesome Arizona sports fan base here in uh, Arizona. So make sure you go subscribe to go That's where you'll get access to our members only discord. All of us are in the discord talking constantly with everybody that's in there. Um, the members of the coyotes discord. got a
3: fire last night.
0: Pop- <laughs> It was popping last night in the discord, but they got a sneak peek at our shirt before anybody else did. And they also got a chance to buy it before anybody else did. So obviously when you're a member, you get awesome perks. We obviously want to hook you guys up <laughs> before we hook anybody else up because we care so much that you are supporting us. We want to make sure that we are returning the favor. You'll also get access to amazing written content. The articles that are on gophmx.com right now are some of the best I've ever read. Mike Luke is doing a five-part series on the the downfall of Arizona football, which I never thought I would care about because I went to ASU, but it's actually very interesting. So make sure to check out all of our written content. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also get access to this podcast and all of our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to those and uh, we would love your support. You also get a free T-shirt if you sign up for an annual membership and our T-shirts are pretty sweet. Um, you've got the Sun's Gorilla shirt on Espo, the gray flag, PHNX flag on Derek and our, of course, Cody Coyote shirt. Cody
3: coyote, And by the way, two new colors hit yesterday yep. and the new Coyote design this morning.
1: So good.
2: It is sick. So good. And literally ordered it at 10.02 today. Wow. True story. So, for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can support (laughs) a ragtag bunch of sports media people in Phoenix. That's right.
0: We are a ragtag, but we're lovable and we care a lot about what we do. And I love that about us.
2: <laughs> Some of us are lovable. I'm yeah. not so much. Uh, no, That's you're all
0: not. Right. Um, these, just, you just kidding. Thank you guys for sharing what you were grateful for. That actually was really beautiful and made me very emotional. So thanks for sharing. On Gee, a lighter uh, note.
2: Uh, <laughs> did you have doubts?
1: You're like, uh, yeah. No, just what are these guys going to bring?
0: I do really want to know, though, however, on the topic of Thanksgiving, what your favorite Thanksgiving food is. And you can only pick one because this is going to be <sighs> our Phoenix Sports <sighs> podcast. Poll of the week on Twitter.
2: I'm about to piss a lot of
0: people. I'm gonna go ahead and start because I already know mine and I don't want anybody else to take it. It's stuffing. There's literally nothing better than stuffing on Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, but stuffing is elite. I would eat a bowl of stuffing by itself, honestly. Um, no, I, you I like. Can't. You have to pick something else. The,
1: the more <laughs> basic that the more basic the better as far as stuffing goes. I like regular old stovetop that has <laughs> not touched a chicken or a turkey. Okay, no, no, no. That's I weird. don't want it it you to use a chicken or turkey. No, wrong. Yeah, no, that's weird. No. no, no,
0: no. Stuffing that's inside of a turkey oh. is elite. Um, stuffing is the best Thanksgiving food. No questions asked. Um, also, if you're in the comments and you're watching, please comment and let us know what your favorite Thanksgiving <laughs> food is because we would like to know. I, I want
1: to go in two different directions with this because I want to say my personal one because I'm the only person that gets. This and it's the cranberry sauce. I, they buy a whole can of cranberry sauce just for me. Damn so you! I can You're my, I, cranberry I thought it was going to be controversial. No, here's That's the thing. Discuss- I'm going to yeah. let you. I'm going to let you have nope. it. I'm going to let don't. you have it because I want to win the poll. Nope. So I'm going to go rolls. Ooh, rolls. Okay. Everybody loves right, rolls. Okay. Uh, you could hate every other side. Stuffing. You're eating so, rolls. With hold on. on,
2: both it. of you just pick bread. One slightly yeah. stale, jammed bread. into a turkey,
0: yes. oh and then God. one in a ba-
1: basket. You oh, both well, pick bread. I can do sweet potatoes with the little uh, marshmallows on top. Wow. I'm being honest here. I'm gonna eat a dozen rolls myself.
0: Carb, you can't go wrong with carbs. Uh, Mac what? Huff saying stuffing, hands down. Thank you, Mac Huff. Oh, yep. The Macs are on roll today. I think Mac is my long Max lost. It's Mac yes. And cheese.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Uh, look. Espo,
0: well, what's your nomination it's, for it's, best thing It's food? cranberry
2: sauce out of a can. Oh,
0: this has sound. to be out of a can. This is elite. Never had it.
2: I'm bringing it to our friend.
3: I'm bringing it to our friend. Why would you eat that? Who oh. would eat that? What
0: do you mean you've yeah. never had it,
3: though? Just the sound it makes splooshing out of the can. who you eat yes. that? That means it's good. Is that
2: food? That's part of it. It's That's part that, of it. That sound is elite. The taste is elite. The shape? Uh, the the shape shape of the can? Got the can oh, my God. God. i put it in the same next category next as Spam. Top next, next level. I agree. We're next level.
0: None a, spam none is that, disgusting. None, none of that cranberry sauce is disgusting. I think. Whereas I don't actual want cranberries? That. No, Who no. wants that? Wants I want that. a slice of What came out of the can? Nobody I feel like that. we should have done this first because all of my warm, feely, fuzzy, fuzzy gone. feelings have gone, gone away. Gone, gone, gone,
3: gone. away. By, I, by the way, anything Thanksgiving, I'm in. I'm about. Because yeah. now, remember, I, like, when I was a kid, I lived close to my family in the in the Midwest. It was grandma, grandpa, uncles, aunts. And <laughs> everything was there. And now it's just not that. <laughs> and so there are a lot of Thanksgivings that. You know what? Let's just make tacos. It's easy. If you say tacos, I'm walking off the Turkey tacos? No, I'm not saying tacos, but we do it. Or, or Let's just order a pizza and watch football. Done it. Sad, but true. Mm. I'm going to go with the end of the meal. Turkey clearly is too easy. The pies are the best. I grew up with apple because I'm a Midwestern kid, but I'm all about a pumpkin pie with whipped cream right now or a little bit of warm vanilla ice cream because you Mm. overdo pumpkin this time of year, pumpkin, yeah. everything, I hate yeah. it. Cookies, cr- everything, chips, coffee, <laughs> pumpkin PSLs. pie. Yeah. PSLs. The one day a year you get an excuse to have a pumpkin pie. Pump. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, thank you guys for making this easy win for me. Uh, <laughs> Does anybody actually like the turkey? I no, feel like the turkey just making... there
2: because you need something. You yeah, not, yeah,
0: like, I feel like the turkey gross. is just like a side. When like... you
1: douse the turkey in cranberries, yeah, what in is wrong with it? no nobody
0: I feel like the turkey just exists because (laughs) I feel like the turkey is just there because it has to be there it's like tradition but like I don't care about turkey on Thanksgiving. Like I'm there for the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the cheesy potatoes. Like, I'm
1: making brisket. That's what I'm. I'm making excited this for year. Your brisket. I'm making brisket <laughs> for you us? Stuff
0: the stuffing in the brisket. I can do
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I can figure it out.
3: I
2: feel like the turkey's just there as a vessel to make the stuffing.
3: So who is, somebody is bringing turkey to the Friendsgiving.
1: Deep fried turkey. I believe it's Arnold or uh, yeah, mm. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> well, I was just gonna um, say, uh, what's the backup plan? Brett making
0: a great point, brisket. saying cranberry yeah, is only good with some vodka. Brett, I agree completely. Now that's somebody
3: that belongs the Coyotes Brett after our
0: show. It. Brett. Um, That's a group therapy. are also alcohol. saying that we miss mashed potatoes. I agree. I was yep. thinking that someone was going to take mashed potatoes, well, but apparently I'm on potatoes. a panel with some dinguses. Hey, look, no
1: it, <laughs> look, I'm going for a universally loved, not often thought of side.
0: All right. Well, uh, you heard what we had to say about our favorite Thanksgiving dishes. I'm going to put a poll on Twitter and make sure you go follow at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, but follow us on Twitter for the poll. We didn't have a poll last week, so I can't update you on the results. Sorry about that um make sure you vote and tell us what you think is the best thanksgiving food or nominate your own obviously we missed a bunch and went in a direction (laughs) i did not anticipate so you can definitely tell us what you think your favorite thanksgiving food is i hope you all who are listening have a wonderful thanksgiving with your families you get to enjoy some good football you get to eat some good food and you get to connect over your love of sports with other people thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching Don't forget to go to gophnx.com and become a member of our family, and we will see you next week.